Yeah, I won't. All right, I won't say. Is right. it is it working? Yeah, I won't working. say what the context is, but I will just say that I hired a Ferrari for a tricycle job, mm-hmm. and it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's you know, it's water under the bridge. It's money out of the bank account. Moving on. It's fine. Move on. Dot org. Yep. Hey, Lori. <laughs> yes, Chris. How are you? I am pretty good. Yeah, you're great. Yeah. I can tell. Look I'm at great. you. You got a great Ooh. scarf on. Yeah. Well, it's freezing in here. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm actually, yes. And I decided last night as I was like so enraged with nothing and everything. Yeah, that you I was, were real mad yesterday. I was I very cranky. called to confirm the time and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> After I, I smashed the phone, I burned my building down. Uh and then I called you back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was cranky. I realized that I, you know, I'm, I'm someone who's like, I don't really eat sugar. And then I actually look at what I, my day-to-day <laughs> habits. And I'm like, I literally walk down the street holding a flat of peeps every yeah. day. <laughs> and I'm like, do I need to wait until I leave the store to open them? Or can I just stand you, here in the entrance of this Dwayne Reed and rip into this you bag? You can open them as long as you buy them. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so I decided last night, even though I sort of, I've moved away from all of the like groups and things and internet irritating women that tell you how to eat. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do a sugar detox. Wow. And then I did some very annoying reading on the internet and uh, I realized I don't, I don't need someone to tell me how to not eat sugar. I just have to try and not eat sugar for yeah. a couple of days. Um, so, so far so good. I've been up for four hours. I haven't eaten any sugar. Right. And uh, you know, I feel, I feel self-righteous. Okay. Um, I'm not yet craving sugar, I think because I ate a lot of it last night before I went to bed. <laughs> so it's still in there. Uh, keeping me going, but um, and I, this is fascinating, and everyone wants to know what I what you have for breakfast what on your you first for, day. What did you have for breakfast on I your sugar had, detox? I uh, had a couple of uh, I, so I, I took a can of tuna, mixed it up with mayonnaise and mustard for my son's lunch, but there was like a little bit too much, so I had like a quarter of of that and gave him the rest, put it in a container for him. So some tuna with mayonnaise and mustard, mm-hmm. and then I had one fried egg and a little bit of diced avocado and some cold cauliflower rice. I feel great. Right. You you look so disappointed <laughs> and a little grossed out. What's the problem? What's problematic for you in that breakfast? First of all, nothing because okay. it's your life. Sure. And I'm not here to judge it. Like I do want eat to be what judged. you eat what you want. Yep. Yep. You just I thought we we're I thought you were gonna stop at the tuna fish. I was going to say, Well you you just had lunch. Like yeah. that's all you did for yeah. breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's not anything special. You just yeah. ate lunch. Sure. It also reminded me that I made a really good baked ziti this weekend mm. for my daughters. <laughs> uh-huh. I I pack their lunch and give them something, some type of pasta because they like pasta and meat for lunch. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, so my breakfast this morning was a few bites of baked ziti. Cold baked ziti. It Did was you warm. heat it up? I heated it up. That's nice. Oh, sure. And then you have the thermos and you put the hot water in to warm it up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you dump it out and you put in the warm ziti. 
and it stays hot. Yeah. Why are you making a vomit face? I don't face? know. I feel like we've had this conversation before, or I've had it with somebody. Why are you making a vomit face there's, at my big ziti? There, it's a, it's food in a thermos that I just, I have a hard time with it. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It just seems gross to me. Food in a drinking vessel. I'm not like. I don't, but it's I don't not know. a drinking vessel. It's a thermos. Is a thermos not a drinking vessel? It's not like they're sucking ziti out <laughs> of a nozzle. It's not like I liquefy it and they sip it out. That's not what's happening. It is a container. It is a food container. It is like a Tupperware in your in your parlance. It is. It is. In my parlance. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It's, also, it's parlance. Oh fuck off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a rubbermaid container yeah. except it has insulated walls and a giant it's like a wide mouth mason jar that's exactly what it is it's Do a you wide eat food out of a mason jar yes, i don't absolutely Ugh. absolutely you are what's for wrong with while, america for a while on new jersey transit would i have a Oh, Steel God. cut oatmeal? Of course I would. Ugh, what I have? What I have? Smoked paprika in it? Of course. Chunks of yummy Irish cheddar cheese? Yes. Would I eat that from a mason jar? Oh my God. On New Jersey Transit? Yeah. With a metal you know spoon? You're a monster. I think plastic. Okay. Or I had a bamboo reusable one for a while, Ugh. so it didn't make the clink clink sound. Yeah. But also, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm on New Jersey Transit. I'll do whatever the goddamn fuck I want on there. And that is everybody the problem. else is. Everybody else is. Yeah. So if I want to eat out of a thermos Ugh. or a glass mason jar, who the fuck are you? At least I'm not farting and shitting on the train. <laughs> not that you are have, you not- <laughs> but others have, and I've seen it. Uh okay. I'm right. just I so can't just walk away from all of this. No, but I'm buying you a thermos. No. I'm gonna buy you a thermos. A thermos for you. <laughs> so you're very brave. It's been four hours yep. that you've been awake without yeah. sugar in mm-hmm. your life. How do you feel? I feel really virtuous. Mm. And if I would like to signal that uh, by just talking about it for the next That's fifteen great. minutes. Now, we are surrounded by candy yeah. from a guest that we recorded with. Yeah. I also brought in candy, and then mm-hmm. we got candy yeah. from listeners. Yeah. Oh, we did? We did. God damn it. So I will save it until you're back on the sugar train, because you know you'll it's be fine. back. No, you'll I've, be back. I'm so full of tuna fish and avocado <laughs> and eggs and cauliflower right now. Oh, uh, And I, also, like, my pants are really tight, so that all of that is going to keep me from going for the sugar so i'm should we i mean who knows when will when oh, and if we'll oh, ever get together again on the mic really? is that too dark did are i get too dark shutting this down no, yes or are you going to kill me uh no I, neither one of those things okay. but you know as this past year has taught us nothing oh, is guaranteed oh, <laughs> there, there is no tomorrow there is only right now all right Lori. well then i got you a gift Oh shit! Yeah, you really? ready? Yeah. Is it for my birthday, which was two weeks ago? No, I don't. I don't care about birthdays. You know that. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lori! Yeah, thanks. thanks. Happy birthday. My uh, own son did not remember my birthday. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I got you something, and it is not food. Oh, good. Open it up. All right. It's in a padded white envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came from. <gasps> it came from Jessica Delisle, co-ghost of. Retail nightmares. Retail nightmares. 
So it's oh a small God. package. It's a small package. It's a tote. It's a tote from the best podcast it ever. Retail, retail nightmares. nightmares tote. I'm so excited. Wait, did you purchase this? I did. Oh my God, thank you. You're welcome. Is also supporting e- really? our favorite podcast. Yes. And so now you have a tote. They really are the best. I would. I was going to say the best Canadian podcast, but I feel like they're just the best podcast. Let's just, let's just love them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Alicia Tobin, Jessica Delisle. And always a delightful guest who is hilarious and has great stories. Yeah. The Somebody cons- great. Usually Canadian, which is Almost fun. Almost always Canadian. It's fun. Yeah. I was wondering. I was literally this week I was looking at, literally, uh, I was looking at airfares uh-huh. i thought if i go to vancouver oh will they have me on the of show of course they will okay of course they will i'd say in a heartbeat yeah all right now Look can out. i speak for them no <laughs> but you can you, you can. should i would call in advance yeah don't just show up <laughs> you don't think with I your should toe. just like <laughs> yeah you can't knock just, on the window you can't just go to canada with yeah. a tote and say let me on your yeah. podcast no all right. Well, thank you there's very a, there's much. There's a nice note in there, too, from oh. Jessica. You don't need to read it. Okay. I wouldn't read it on air. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, everyone, so please, you're welcome. Uh, and no, it wasn't for your birthday. But yeah, it was totally for your birthday. And everybody subscribe to Retail Nightmares. Look down on uh, your, your app right now. There's a link. Mm-hmm. Go there. Subscribe. It's wonderful. And unlike us, they are very consistent with their yeah, releases monday week. morning which is exactly when you want to be listening to mm. them yeah it's a good it's a good start to your day yeah certainly is is there something else no okay i'm just gonna wrap it up okay do you think that's enough yeah i mean sometimes Chris. <laughs> i'm so tempted to remix some of your worst noises. <laughs> Which is to say all of them. All all of your noises yeah. and remix it to like a disco beat you of should. some sort. You should. All right, maybe we'll- Do you we'll, have the capacity to do that? No, but I will figure yeah. out a way. Like, can I do a shitty version of it? Yeah. Because that's what I do with everything, right? right. So mm. a shitty version of a disco mix goes here. Yeah. dinner and eat it on the toilet. Somebody recently called out your editing. There there was there was a rough a rough hand hewn handmade natural wine edit. So sorry. I you know, I wanted to be like are you paying for this? Yeah, listen, even if they were right paying for it. Um you know, I don't mind. It's yeah. fine. They're right. There was a, it out, was a chunky edit. It was a chunky edit, just like the chunky guy I am. <laughs> so I've gone up in a pant size. Congrats. Yeah. I wouldn't have known. That's fine. But, I, I yeah. don't wear it on the outside. And I'm... Uh, pants, I, that is. I don't wear pants. I wear pants on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> what would that I look like? Pants on, <laughs> pants pants on the inside. Because <laughs> pants is how I feel on the inside.
and pants inside my soul. I you know, would I like pants that can envelop my body from the inside. It sounds uncomfortable. It sounds hard. Isn't that a catheter? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've not. I have no experience with catheters, and I hope to keep it that way. I don't think they've ever called them pants on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> they should. <laughs> Oh man, I'm the the what I know about medical science could yeah. fit on the head of a pin Great. and still leave room for. All right, so somebody invent pants on the inside. Are mm-hmm. you watching? And I don't even want to talk about it because it's over at this Do point. It. Oh no, I what? can't. It's like pen months 15? old. No, the Theranos shit. I don't have HBO, and I don't know where else That's to find brag. that show. It's not. There's a podcast that you can listen to okay. called The Dropout. Yeah. Right. I only want to see it because I want to see the, her not blinking. Like that's she doesn't blink. I don't know, and I'm like, good for you. You you bamboozled a lot of yeah. people. Uh, yeah. you, you're a blonde white lady. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. She I don't know. She will be fine. She'll go to jail, but she'll be fine. I don't like. I feel like nothing can top Fire Festival and those two documentaries. And if somebody else swindled somebody else. I don't care anymore. Don't care. I don't know. Like our whole <laughs> government is a fucking giant swindle. Like I don't, it's not entertaining to me. Somebody really also right. tried to sell me on Dirty John and I was like, I don't. Oh, I love Dirty John. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. you that was tried great. to sell me on it. <laughs> I listened to the first episode and I was like, I don't know. He's going to kill somebody. And it's one of the daughters. Right. And I don't, ah, Guess I don't what? know. What? No? Okay, fine. Maybe I should watch it. Great I just want to watch the show with Connie Britton. Oh, it's wonderful, too. But I won't do any of those things. That's fine. So we do have a gift. Let's oh. just break it out. All right. Uh, this is from Luke or uh, Lucas Schlager. Oh. Oh, I know him. You do? Yes. Okay. I do know him. Great. His uh, Yes. Great. Hi, Luke. Uh, hi, Luke. He said, delightfully salty podcast, best food Instagram, and the whole damn game. Like a millennial is definitely a good thing. Yeah, he's the millennial. He's the millennial that told his mother that I am like a millennial. His wow. mother is my friend and wow, my wow, neighbor. Wow. Yeah, shout out to Didi. Oh, P.S. Find and close the standard carb face offering of esoteric high chew flavors plus some weird slash gross chips I got in New Zealand. Oh my God. Now you cannot have the high chew, but you can take them with. Okay, yes. Okay, guess what? Guess what he did? Well, first of all, he he hand wrote a note, which is so charming. Hand wrote a note, and oh, he gave us Japanese haichu. My God, Japanese haichu, Luke. So you. we've got orange, strawberry, pineapple. Fine. <gasps> pineapple. I don't think I've had. Have we yeah, had they, pineapple yeah, before? Yeah, they have pineapple in the U.S., uh, but it keeps going. Oh my uh, God. He went over the top. It looks like a, a like a soda fizz, like a lemon lime soda fizz, uh, cola fizz, oh. green apple. Mm, grape. And these, I want to note that these, the brick, the, the stick of haichu is, has a different shape. It does. It's and, smaller. And comportment altogether than the American haichu. Sure does. And I'm here for it. And then also, uh, I'm going to say a blue soda. That looks like blue Whoa. To me. Oh my God. That the, is, and it's beautiful. That is and it's fun. so Japanese. All right. Now here are the chips. What? And wonderful also job. beautifully packaging. packed. I was going to yeah, say beautifully just packed. Just expert. Uh, so these are called burger rings. <laughs> oh, my God. Full-on burger flavor. Now, flavor <sighs> does have a U in it. So okay. we know it's well, something's up. 
This is made by the Bluebird brand, and it's also called a Big Grab bag. I mean. Big Grab. Big Grab. So these are coming from New Zealand. Wow. All the way from New Zealand. And it says uh, burger rings, and there's a really fun uh, penguin that's like doing a, a drop kick for a burger ring. And it says, don't let the munchies get the better of you. Take one bite of these tasty snacks and let the full-on burger flavor take over. Damn. God damn it. Laura, you want to open? I do. Wow, this is fantastic. Can you reach? Luke, you've blown my mind. Luke, who's currently on a a tour of Vietnam with his mother. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Luke's home address is... (laughs) Well, I can give it to you. It's right here. Um... This is very exciting. Oh my god! All right, so they look like calamari rings that are I was puffed say up buttholes. Yep, buttholes. Uh, <laughs> they smell like there's almost like a chlorine. I'm I'm a little alarmed by the smell. I got to be honest. Good. Great. A little upset. I don't understand what the penguin has to do with it, but I do like the the uh, the the munchies. The mention of the munchies reminded me that I want to shout out. The three or four people in Midtown Manhattan this morning who are not smoking weed on the street. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Yeah, real proud of you. Way to wait till noon. Real proud of you. All of New York City smells like weed all the time. Yeah, it does. Mm. That's real rough. Mm. The cheese gets you, then the meat-ish flavor comes in. Mm. I'm gonna, it tastes like a burger. I mean, what I'm getting a lot of is onion. I got onion at the end. So it starts off with a really pungent cheese flavor. Yeah. Then angry meat. (laughs) Angry. It's mad. It's mad that it's here in this butthole slash calamari ring. (laughs) And then it finishes with a big punch of onion. Yeah. Like a like a like a bouquet of goatsy and goat. Uh, A bukkake of goatsy and goat. Oh God. See. Speaking of which, mm. one thing I did watch from beginning to end was a very disturbing documentary called Generation Wealth. It's on Amazon. It covers so many topics, but basically it's like Americans are horrible, sure. world capitalist yeah, culture and terrible. social media is destroying us. And just kind of like for no reason, there is a there is a big bukkake reference right in the middle. Watch it. It's fantastic. <laughs> and then watch Paris is Burning as a palate cleanser. Oh, it's on Netflix that's now. That's real good. That's yep. real good. Lori, we got another gift. Damn. This son. is from Jill. I'm going to say J-U-N-G. Young? Let's say young. Maybe okay. Jung. Jung. I don't know. We could ask her. We don't. Well. We don't care. No. Oh I just, I want to be real nice to people yeah, who are sending gifts. Yes. Because this is insane and wonderful. Oh, my God. Jill. Lori, there's just so much sugar in here. Also really well packed. All right? Oh, very good. Uh, now, <gasps> she says, Men's. my favorite. Hope you like them, too. Is it almond pocky? It is uh, just chocolate-covered almonds called, it's Lot brand or Lottie brand, mm. L-O-T-T-E, almond chocolate. Wow. And it crisp. It says. Oh, so these are gorgeous. Thank you so, so much good. for these. Also look very Japanese. I'm going to say, well, I, yeah, I want to say Japanese. Those, um, that looks like Japanese writing yeah. to me. Yes, I think. But I'm concerned that if I'm wrong. It's fine. Okay. What are the stakes? The stakes are very low here. Well, I'll live with it's, a lot of shame inside Japanese. my soul if I get it wrong. All right. Now, these are also haichu. 
Okay. From, I'm going to say Japan, and they're different. Persimmon. Oh, my God. And Persimmon. that is, And that's a different size package. Yeah, now this is a long package. Uh, lemon. <gasps> Sorry, Mango Haichu. Persimmon just kicked your ass. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh. Jill throws down. Jill's not fucking around. Sorry, Mango Haichu. Persimmon just kicked your ass. All right, now we do have the grape and the uh, the green apple. And I know this is great for all of our listeners, so you're welcome. Yeah. We could now, maybe condense she this. She sent us, maybe not. She sent us something that she just put a question mark on. We <laughs> don't know what it is. It looks like... Um, oh. It, it, sorry. It looks like um, skin that has been sloughed off a cadaver just in a beautiful... You know, inside what? inside your body. So yeah. maybe not skin, but maybe just a nice sheet of flesh, just, like below the skin. Okay. Like right? an old catheter pants? Yeah, it looks like catheter pants. It looks like what comes oh out God. of the catheter pants. But also, I'm pretty sure it's a dead body because there is mm-hmm. a well-dressed ninja, like mm-hmm. a business ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, with a beautiful sword on the back of their uh, body, but also... Going to work. Yep. Going to work with a suit and tie. Yep. And also a little bit of a, what's that, balaclava? And there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we don't know what those are, but it looks amazing. Yep. And uh, I feel like we can try that. Mm-hmm. You want me to tell I you if they're sugar? I think it's going to be spicy. You do? I Well, because okay. it's red. Yeah. I feel like it's, I think it might be like, I don't. I do think it's a body. I yeah. I think this is human. Oh, God. Okay. Now, it looks like a little flat lozenge. Okay. And there's sugar on it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna hold off for today. Oh, no, no. Cinnamon? Very tangy with a little bit of vomit. <laughs> You've really taken many for the team today. But very good. Huh. Once you get inside... I sort of know the flavor, but I don't know it. Is it vomit? No. Ding, 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 ding. It's like a cured grapefruit. Hmm. You know? I say, Like hmm. a salted cured grapefruit yeah. chunk. Yeah. And that's what I'm calling it. Okay. Salted cured grapefruit. Very popular flavor. Very good once you get in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, and then we have fettuccine gummy. Oh, my God. Cola flavored. Beautiful. Wow. And then finally... Uh, lemons? Oh, no. Yuzu Funk. Why so good? Oh. She says. Yuzu Funk. Wow. So I got right. I was yeah. I was right on the earlier stuff. It was There was a funk. There was a funk. So I'm going to try the lemon. Fantastic. Or no, the yuzu. Oh, great. Is oh, there my f- God. Talk about the funk. Is there a funk? A tiny bit. But it's mostly like this insane citrus pop. Mm. That's great. Just shreds of it. Yeah. Shreds of citrus skin. I once wrote a whole feature story about the about funk, this mm-hmm. flavor of funk. And I had this great quote from uh, Barbara Kafka, rest in peace, who talked yeah. about uh, traveling on an airplane with truffles in her underpants. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, is it Julie? Jill. Jill. Jill uh, Young. Because she goes by JJ. Okay. Uh, she signs it JJ. Wrote us a very, very nice 
letter that I uh, think we should not read on air okay. because there are just some really beautiful things in there, but also, we, you know, we don't like beauty. Things. Yeah. Uh, but she does wish us the very best in 2019. Enjoy some sweets from Tokyo. Thank you. Do you think so she nice. lives there and sent this all the way from Tokyo? Yeah, I do. Oh my God. I do think that. We are international fucking players. But it does say Atlanta, Georgia, so maybe yeah. she's a liar. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe she went to Tokyo. All right. Yes. I feel like she went to Tokyo. Yeah. Lori, here's what I'm going to do. I'm holding on to these. So when you do eat sugar again. Okay. Because like you, you're very good at quitting things and sticking to it. Yeah. And I don't mean to undermine you. That's th- I appreciate that. I'm not off sugar forever. I just it Thank got you. That's it. out of control and I needed to rein it in. All but right. it is the Easter season, so believe you me, come Easter weekend, I'm gonna be Jesus is risen balls and so have deep you. in that peep. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> we haven't even talked about peeps. Are we gonna can we can we briefly talk do we have time to talk about yeah, peeps? Talk I've got about a, peep. a very brief statement on peeps Go. and their extreme brand expansion that they've undertaken this year, or maybe in the past few years, but I've really noticed it this year. They're branching out in ways that are so misguided and dumb. Um, and are they profitable? I don't care. That's not my concern. Okay. My concern is What's good about Peeps? It's a marshmallow. It is covered Mm -hmm. with sugar that sticks to it. Very Mm -hmm. little of the sugar falls off. It all sticks to the outside. And it is a soft marshmallow with a crispy sugar shell. And if you leave them out in the air for even an hour, they're even better. I I don't have the self-control to leave them alone for an hour, but I used to. Maybe someday I will again. The point is, peeps are not about the peep flavor because it's just fucking marshmallows and sugar, right? Mm-hmm. There's no proprietary peep flavor. It's the act of eating the peep that is the essence of the peep. So now peeps is making fucking cereal. They're making coffee creamer. Yeah. They're making a yeah. Dunkin' Donuts flavored coffee. Right. Like, what are they doing? It's just sugar. I mean, it's actually I sh- it's genius. I should probably not be shit talking them because they've been able to leverage this like non flavor into these licensed products, and I'm sh- they've expanded their brand. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I'm saying words I don't even really know what they but mean. You're saying the good I'm words. I'm not a business yeah. person, yep, yep. Uh, but I think it's bullshit. Like I like Peeps. I don't need Peeps flavored coffee creamer. I don't. I'm mad. I don't know. I that I just ran out of steam. But I'm just saying Peeps. That ain't it, Chief. All right, Peeps, come on. Come on just the podcast. Stick. Yes. I am going to reach out to Peeps, just so you know. <laughs> okay. Right? That it's an oppositional interview. Mm, okay. That you love them, but feel betrayed. Yeah. I just feel like it's bullshit. Make different okay. colors. Make, I don't know, expand your seasonal offerings. I want a uh-huh. summer Peep. You want a summer Peep. What would, top top three summer Peeps, go. Um, a star. Yeah. Uh, a ball. How about a ball? How about a okay. sphere of Ooh, peeps? Yeah, sure. Uh, like that represents the sun. Yeah. And a fish shape. Oh, I like that. Could I also add a popsicle or a paleta? Yeah. But not frozen. I don't no, want no, a no, peeps no. fucking oh, no, popsicle. No, 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 no. I wasn't even suggesting it. Please yeah. stop yelling at me. Although what I would I would go for yeah. is a vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. with peeps in it. Wow. Like a like wow. I, I don't want a whole peep, but like chunks. You could cut a peep into no more than eight pieces. Mm-hmm. I don't want ten. Mm-hmm. I don't want twelve. Mm-hmm. Eight is the is the is the maximum number, and then 
Because I feel like a frozen peep, I'd be into that. In well, fact, I sometimes put f- peeps in the freezer. I see you looking out the... Are it's we, fine. Okay. I was just making sure because this never got officially scheduled. Ew. Okay. So, <laughs> Lori, that's it. Here's what I want for you. Mm-hmm. I only want good things. Mm-hmm. I only want the best. Mm. I do want peeps to calm down. <laughs> right? Yep. I feel like they're taking over Easter mm-hmm. in a way that they're ready to outtrain Jesus. And that's yeah. just... Yeah. It's dangerous. How about right, a Jesus hubris. collab? I would be into that. Well, what if what if Santa oh. and Peeps collab? I guess. And then they own the birth and death. Oh, okay. All right. right. And really corner that market. Yeah. My favorite book of the Bible is Santa. What? Yeah. Good? Yeah, oh, we're great, Maggie. So try good. it. How's it going? Oh, it's yeah. so good. Great. Hey, we did it, everybody. Nice job. <laughs> Congratulations. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm really, really proud of us, Lori. Yes. How's your coffee? You know, it's fine. It's from the cart. Yeah. Uh, now, this is it. The same cart. It's the different side. I didn't. This is not the guy who validates me. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who could give a fuck because he's got his regulars. They were all like crowded around waiting for their special egg business or whatever yeah, yeah. talking about this guy literally was like i took two 800 milligram mitol or not my mitol, mitol. He, he probably sure. didn't take mitol he might have he might have you don't you, know you just inside. take what's available yep. 200 two 800 milligram motrin he was telling the guy he's like gets me through the day it's a lot it's a lot and i thought i hope you don't drink alcohol because you are going to be in trouble why because your gut will rot. i think those things don't interact well okay i don't know all right anyway i was like sorry but you got coffee. I got coffee finally after you know because I'm not I'm not I don't work on Hudson Yards or whatever the projects are around here that people <laughs> are working construction on. Mm-hmm. I just do this. I sit in a chair mostly. I talk sometimes. I write. Sure. So I t- it took me a while to get my coffee, but I got it. It was fine. It's fine. It's not the best coffee I've ever had. All right. But I ran out of coffee this morning at home. Oh, so that's that was, the worst feeling. It was a rough. It was a rough morning. Well, I, I knew I was going to set myself up for failure. Yeah. Well, yeah. good morning. Good. Well, that that's the right tone to start an interview because yes. we have a guest. We have a guest. Hello, guest. Hello. And, and what's really interesting is when we say hello, listener, we actually <laughs> are talking about our guest, yeah. Maggie Hoffman. I'm yes. the one. Hello, listener. The hello. listener. I feel like you have a lot of people on the show and they're all like trying to be nice. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. But I am the listener. You listen. You <laughs> I actually empty the know. dishwasher every day and I put you guys on every time there's a new one and I just wait otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you have small children. I have a small child. You have a small plenty. child. Yes. And <laughs> verbal skills at this point? Oh, yeah. She's almost four. Okay. Is she listening to the she, show? That's where I'm going. No. Are you a bad does. parent, I guess, is what I'm asking. We did have to tell her, like, maybe don't go to school and say, Mommy, yikes, Takiya drinks. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe don't mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> maybe yeah. not. Now, Maggie, how would we know you? Uh, oh, boy. I mean, people have forgotten about me by now, but uh, I used to run Serious Eats. I was a managing editor for yeah. a long time. I started the drink section there. Um, and a couple years back, I left to write some books. So I wrote The One Bottle Cocktail, which is a book about drinks made with a single spirit. That was last year, came out in the spring. And this new one just came out called Batch Cocktails. 
That's very exciting. Your mm-hmm. book was in lots of places, including Target, yeah. which was fun. I remember snapping a pic. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love seeing it around. And it's crazy to see people say like, oh, yeah, I hosted this party and I made this non-alcoholic drink and this cocktail and everyone loved it. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. like definitely the point besides getting to do a book tour and having some really awkward high school reunions, which I'm really <laughs> looking forward to. Wow. Are those one in the same um, activity or are those are separate things? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like wow. I'm going to have a book party in Portland and I think okay. the whole crew is coming. Mm-hmm. This is Portland, Oregon? Yeah. Portland, Maine. Okay. Now, let's assume none of them listen. Okay, sure. Right. Let's right. let's give you a top two awkward interactions that you're Ooh. looking forward to. Like, what do you anticipate? I mean, I think a lot of my high school class married each other. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's couples that didn't exist when we were in high school who are now married, which yeah. is pretty exciting, yeah. including several people who didn't quite qualify as boyfriends, but... Okay. From that category. Your okay. boyfriend. Friends. Yeah. Your, your, yeah. That should be great. Maybe some FWBs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Are there couples, I'm thinking of, of my own experience, but are there are there couples where you're like, wait, you guys? Like people who <laughs> like really crossed some hard social boundaries after high school to, to, like people that never spoke to each other, didn't acknowledge each other, are now like in a loving relationship with children? There may be. There yeah, may be. I, I mean, that. I think a lot of people stay in town and, you know, that's who's around. Well, the, yeah. The pool gets smaller, <laughs> our stomachs get bigger. <laughs> that felt like a direct shot at me. Just drag me, Lori. Uh, I. What was I going to say? Oh, I, I have former high school students who listen to this. Wow. That's really weird. Students of yours that yeah, you taught yeah, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Real weird. Well, because they're like adults they're, now, right? They're fully I mean, adults. They're not children anymore. Yeah. You were only a few years older than them when this you were true. teaching them. It's very true. But still, it's yeah. a little weird. Hello, listeners. But, listener, you're here. You have this big, beautiful book. It's Well, you have this beautiful book. It's not big. No. But there are a ton of recipes in there. There are a ton of recipes in there. Why did you write batch cocktails? You know, I mean, I'm lazy. I'm also (laughs) really stressed out in an entertaining situation. And like, I really believe in having people over. I really think that's like the most important thing we can do. Um, I spend a lot of time in restaurants and bars. I, these days I review bars for the San Francisco Chronicle and I love old bars, but I hate really have trouble with new bars and I really think we should be like inviting people over and sitting down and spending time with them and that means that you want to be present you don't want to be like fussing with appetizers and you don't want to be like trying to open a cocktail shaker so I wanted to make a book that you didn't need a cocktail shaker for Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted it to have sort of signature drinks for every occasion every party and to have drinks for everyone so not all of them have alcohol um, and they're all they can be made ahead um, and so I hope it's sort of lowers the stress and kind of makes the whole entertaining thing more fun um, and encourages people to like actually spend time with each other instead of sort of performing perfect host mm. yeah it's a lot so smart it's a lot um, the book is gorgeous it is gorgeous when i posted on on facebook the day it arrived i posted a picture on facebook and twitter and multiple people said i need that book i need that book my wife's um, my wife has a group of friends they get together and you know 
socialize and drink and have a good time. And one of them immediately texted her and said, bring that book over because we need to make something from it. So I think it's one of those those books that people just get right away. When you say batch cocktails, you're like, okay, got it. it large format, easy to do, easy-ish yeah. to do, and really, really interesting. You said a, f- a few times, though, there are cocktails without spirits in in it or cocktails without liquor cocktails without booze talk about that because i think that for me was the a a really interesting section because it wasn't one or two recipes i think as i was sharing it with Lori yesterday i think like 10 recipes somewhere around there i think it's really important i think there are lots of people who aren't drinking for whatever reason aren't drinking alcohol for whatever reason and As I taste around bars, I think some bartenders are getting really, really good at making balanced drinks. Like just because someone isn't drinking alcohol doesn't mean they want to drink Coke. Um, And so I think that's an area that's really exciting. There are opportunities for people to be really creative. Um, And some people sent me great things that were simple and it's like, well, you would think like, okay, there's a thing with fresh grapefruit and honey, and that sounds kind of dumb, but it's somehow so much more delicious than just grapefruit and honey and soda. Um, so that's kind of exciting. Yeah. I just want to defend it and say it doesn't sound dumb at all. <laughs> <laughs> sounds really smart. I think it sounds real dumb. But I, no. <laughs> it was fun to think about, okay, what are the sensations that you have when you're drinking that are from when you're drinking a cocktail at a fancy bar that are different from the sensations of having like a lemonade? and sort of playing with that. So one of them is a sangria, um, and it has sort of the tannin like you would get in wine, but it's from tea that Uh. steeps for a long time. So you have that kind of like dry, scratchy texture, which you sort of need. And then it's not spicy, but there's a little bit of cayenne in it, which sort of has that sensation of warmth um, that alcohol gives you that you don't get in lemonade. Mm. This leads into what I wanted to ask you is because I'm a non-drinker, and uh, or I should say I'm a retired drinker, um, so I'm always looking for a non-alcoholic cocktail if I'm if I'm at a fine dining restaurant, um, and 99% of them are very very sweet, and I understand that that's a much easier. There's a bigger palette of of things to work with um, in the sweet world. Um, I really miss the sensation of a dry cocktail. So you mentioned tea as something that's tannic, that kind of you know at, puts a little texture into it, um, something spicy. Why is it so much more difficult to to make a dry, non-alcoholic cocktail? I mean, I think there's a certain amount of training, like the old thing people would say, is sort of like double the sweet, double the sour, and then you just get like, like yeah, so intense. Um, and so that is not the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think it's all sort of, it's all changed so much, you know, even when you think about like, it used to be that you could only get good cocktails in certain cities. Like yeah. I think mm-hmm. the next frontier is certainly non-alcoholic drinks. Um, my friend Julia Bainbridge is working on a whole cookbook of non-alcoholic drinks. Mm. Um, so tonight we're having a party and making a bunch of the drinks from this section, fun. which is fun. Um, and her book is going to be so crucial. Um, really interesting things with fermentation mm. and all different things. Um, and I think there are more ingredients now to work with. Like when you think about, you know, not just vinegars, but shrubs and really mm-hmm. balancing a shrub properly. So you're not just drinking vinegar. Um, mm-hmm. It takes a light touch. 
using things like nut milk or, um, you know, just balancing all different flavors that don't have to be sweet, making sure there's bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of cool, bitter, like sodas from Italy, but they're often very sweet. And so you mm. also need to sort of balance that. Can we back um, up and can you tell us for, tell the listener, uh, <laughs> Apart from the other listener, um, <laughs> what is what is a shrub? Can you just define that for us? Oh, well, I think the traditional uh, method sort of goes back to colonial days and was a sort of preserving fruits or vegetables um, before refrigeration. Mm. Uh, nowadays, it's sort of used probably inaccurately for anything, any sort of like fruit preserved in vinegar um, rather than necessarily like a true fermented shrub. Mm. Um, but in general, it's the thing that you see at a restaurant that it's what they're calling like a drinking vinegar or a switchel or it's all sort of this category of tart, um, fruity or vegetable based, uh, mixers and they keep for a long time and they can have spices. Um, got it. Yeah. Okay. So it's an old thing. It's not just trendy. I saw it in your book as one component of a cocktail. So you make the shrub. I think it was, was it a rhubarb yeah. cocktail? Uh, a non-alcoholic cocktail. And then um, that gets added to some other stuff. Added to fresh grapefruit juice. So you have that sort of tart, tangy rhubarb, mm. vanilla concoction that then you cut that sort of sweet and tart with some fresh mm. grapefruit juice and soda. I also really like, there's another one that has turmeric in it. Yeah. Um, and I don't love the sort of like, turmeric is everywhere and it has no connection to its background. Right. Um, but really delicious turmeric is really excellent in a non-alcoholic drink and in a cocktail for sort of cutting the sweetness because it mm. has a savory. I don't know if you guys have seen the Diaspora Co. turmeric. Yes. No. My friend Sana Javari Kadri is an importer of really beautiful single variety heirloom turmeric. Um, it's called Diaspora Co. And that stuff is this gray orange color and it's really, it's like three times as flavorful in the same amount okay. of stuff. You need it. Yeah, Got she's, it. A, she's amazing. She's young. Oh, you interviewed her. She's really, really uh, young. I did <laughs> not. Connected I, with I, her? Yeah, I interviewed her for a story that, I forget now why, yeah. but never ran. But she's a friend of um, Preeti Mistry. That's right. Uh, who told us about her, and she's she's great. Yeah. And she's super young, and she's just, like, going for it. Going like, for it. Like, really, with a ton of integrity, and I uh, can't say enough good stuff about her. So one, one of the things that you... Are, we're talking about the recipes, but one of the things where you really shine is in your writing. Thank God. Thank you. Right, given your background, uh, your header notes are, are. Is that what they're called? Header notes above a recipe. What do you call sure. those? Sure. The introduction. Yeah. Head notes. Yeah. Head notes. Head notes. Mm-hmm. You both are like, no, that's wrong. And you're like, sure, call them whatever <laughs> well, you want. You know. You're very kind. <laughs> you're very very kind. Head notes. Also, gross. Um, the ruby <laughs> shrub. Uh, I just just to give people a sense of what they're reading. Um, And we may cut this, but I'm gonna try it. So the Ruby Shrub, this delicate pink blossom of a drink from Justin Seamer of Portland, Oregon, just sings spring. It's halfway between a ruby red grapefruit cordial and a vinegar-based shrub with a citrus bridging the flavors between tangy rhubarb and heady vanilla. There's, it's beautiful writing. And it's not just some cookbooks. Honestly, I go for uh, the recipe and never read it, uh, which is fine. I don't mind that at all. I'm not mad. It just feels like this big bonus when the writing is actually really, really good. Thank you. I feel like I want people, people often ask, like if you're looking at a menu in a bar, you wanna ask like, what's this like? 
Yeah. And I hate when menus don't tell you. And so the book is organized by flavor because I think people are like, eh, I like bitter drinks or I like spicy drinks or yeah. whatever. Like I want people to be able to find their thing and then ideally know what it tastes like before. I mean, if you're making punch for a group, if you're making a batch of cocktails for a group, it does take some effort. So you want people to choose something that's really like going to fit. Yep. One thing that I really love is at the back, you organize them by fall or spring or winter, summer, and then you go to occasion and your occasion groupings are wonderful. So what's great for a backyard brunch? What's great for an elegant dinner or cocktail party, an engagement party, TV and takeout, et cetera. I think it's just, it's really great to think about, okay, this is when I will actually have a large group of people over. Here are the events where I might have someone over and here are the cocktails that, that will work and make sense. So, I don't know if Netflix and chill is copyrighted, so no. I was like a little careful there. Yeah, good job. TV and takeout, <laughs> nice work. You said at the beginning that you can't deal with new bars. So <laughs> what is what are you talking about? That may be a bad thing for a bar reviewer to admit. <laughs> um, so I write a column for the San Francisco Chronicle. Mm-hmm. I go to bars that are new. Uh, and old and San Francisco has some beautiful old bars that are really like community gathering places and the drinks are whatever I mean I had a great Guinness the other day in an Irish bar that I love and I'm definitely going back there Um, but sometimes the point is it's a guy who knows his regulars and who sees Mm -hmm. people come in and meet each other on a first date and then they get married and like that sort of adds up in an old bar and I love that Um, I went to a new restaurant recently. I don't know when this is going to run and how it will relate to when my review is coming out, but I went to a new restaurant recently that was aimed at, like, Silicon Valley rich folks, and it was really good people watching, but, you know, it's it's just... there's beautiful service, but mm-hmm. a new bar, you know, doesn't necessarily have like the heart mm-hmm. of an old bar. And, and maybe they're doing really creative, cool things. And I'm really excited about that. I want to see people push drinks to be more and more delicious, um, but not just fancy. And uh, I think that's part of it. I hate more than anything. I once interviewed a bar owner of a new place that was very like design focused, that it was like a very immersive experience. And he was saying, well, it's like this movie or that movie or this old book. And they, it's this inc- insane installation. And I said, oh, did you watch all those old movies and read all those old books? And it was the most San Francisco answer. He said, no, we had a Pinterest board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I quit. I, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you about San Francisco. Uh, how long have you lived there? And I mean, I feel like San Francisco has become this thing that we talk about and that we consider now this sort of city in huge transition. And there's a lot of derision aimed at it and a lot of sadness and mourning for the, what the old city was and what it's become with all this new tech money. So what's your what's your experience of living there? We've been there a while now, but you kind of lose track because there are no seasons. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are, 
Now you're a West Coast, yeah, you're from the West I, Coast, but you're from a place with more seasons. I grew up in Portland, which is mostly dark. <laughs> it's it's not so much the rain that's a problem; it's the darkness. Yeah. Um, and I came east to go to college and lived in New York for a bunch of years, um, early days of Serious Eats, and then moved west and kept kept doing that mm-hmm. um, from there for a while. Uh, and I think we. We never saw the like old cool San Francisco. You mm. hear sort of the stories of like it was a place where you could live and be an artist and and have this really cool life and there's it's so beautiful and there's beautiful places to walk and the ocean's right there. We live 15 minutes from a beautiful beach with a beautiful view. Um, so that's really special. Um, but by the time we got there it was already our first San Francisco apartment was more expensive than our old New York apartment. Oh, wow. um, so, and then it just goes up from there. And so I think it's a city that has been losing some of its most interesting and creative members because mm-hmm. no one can afford housing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really tricky. Shall we have some fun? You you brought gifts. I brought some gifts. Can you I talk about the gifts? I brought a nice gift and a mean gift. Great. Oh. Love it. <laughs> Um, I brought some high twos. I wasn't sure if you guys have had these guys. They're called fizzies. We, it is the we have. best flavor. We're yeah, into we the them. fizzies. Yes. Okay. The well, fizzies so we have are great. Fizzies. So for those who have not heard us talk about fizzies, you get a cola flavor and an orange flavor mm-hmm. separate. Yep. And they bubble a little bit. Yeah. A little. It's yeah. not like Pop Rocks. Yeah. There's a slight They're wonderful. Have you had them? No. Do you want like, them? Why it's are early. They fizzy? It's it early. <laughs> well, you, you have to take some, though. Yeah, you yeah. have to take some with you. And yeah, then, yeah. Oh, mm. being boozled. God damn it. <laughs> God someone, damn it. This, someone sent me this, and I was like, you know who might hate this? <laughs> yeah. Bring us things. They have, uh, you know, weird flavors. Like, some of them have, oh, it's just the question mark. Is it a strawberry banana smoothie, or is it dead fish? <laughs> is it berry blue or is it toothpaste? And I'm kind of like, maybe a toothpaste jelly bean would be useful for might something. Be. So yeah. it, for those not familiar uh, with perhaps children of a certain age, uh, Bean Boozled is made by the Jelly Belly Company. And it packages up wonderful flavors and garbage flavors that will make you, I think vomit might even be one. Yeah. Um, I think it is. So it's a reaction and it's a flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Booger, I yeah. think, is Ooh. one as well. Yeah. So. And there's, so the idea is that vomit and, I don't know, goulash, jelly bean are the same color. <laughs> well, and also and you, the same flavor. It's <laughs> <so> fair. <laughs> And uh, and you don't know, and it's a it's a fun game. My my well, son and his friends love it. I'll do it. So maybe I will do it. Let's <laughs> open this up. Let's open this up. I'll do it. I I volunteer to eat a booger. Uh, is it is it peach or is it barf? It was yeah. peach. Okay. okay, birthday cake or dirty dishwater. Oh, Can you God. smell them? There's no no. That's no. all encapsulated. All right, name the worst flavor I should go for. Just you know, name something terrible. Is there like a, is there one related to feces? There's not. Okay. No, no. Uh, eat shit is not an option. <laughs> Yet. Option should be. Uh, Canned dog food, spoiled milk, oh, dead fish, oh, stinky socks, booger barf, rotten egg, stink bug, dirty dishwasher, water, uh, dirty dishwater, and toothpaste. They're all terrible. Well, toothpaste mm-hmm. is not so bad. But Name like, one. What should I go for? Spoiled milk. Oh, thanks. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, it's white-ish. So it could be that or coconut. Oh. And there's no way to know. So All right. Mean. Here we go. Oh, it's coconut. Oh. 
<laughs> you win. Yay. All right, let's try another white one. Also coconut. Wow. <laughs> well, right. now you should stop. <laughs> oh, I have to keep going. Oh, God. <laughs> Chris just almost flipped backwards in his office chair. Oh. He's so upset. It's, um, remember when Sari came in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the durian candy. And she brought durian. Oh. Which is like durian. Oh, oh no. <laughs> real bad. I think Chris is going to cry. I've never seen you look like you're about to cry, oh, and it makes, it's making me so happy. I know. I knew, this, <laughs> I knew this would make you happy. Thank you, Maggie. This was great. This was wonderful. Thanks, listener. <laughs> Thanks, listener. Now when we say it, there will be some hostility. Wash it down with a fizzy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I also brought some sugar. The um, Well, I... I think we'll be in May, so I won't, when this comes out, so I won't say this one. What are we going to, like, pretend Easter doesn't exist? Hmm. Discount Easter candy. If you haven't gotten some, yeah. absolutely, absolutely do. It. Thank That's you. Isn't it discounted after? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, Which you'll be... come out after. You'll come out after Easter, so we're going we're gonna to name it now. Um, thank, you. thank you so much for both the Bean Boozled, the uh, Spoiled Milk, <laughs> and Coconut was a powerful flavor. <laughs> And My apologies. No, 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 no. This is the goal is to torture me. And thank you so much for these fizzies. Have you tried them? Fizzies. I have not. You've you got to get on it. Got to get on it. All right. Um, what do where? Well, I, we're running out of time. Yeah, we. You haven't done your thing yet. Your Maggie, special thing that you do. So, Maggie, I'm going to ask you a different question than um, the overt fawning i think you've been part of publications that i've taken aim at previously way back not nice what what is does anyone care is it just ignored that's what i hope is that it's just ignored when i come with heat uh, and you're I remember seeming Twitter, just to be clear. Oh, yeah. You mean Twitter, yeah, not on, on Twitter. this podcast. Oh, not, not on the yeah, podcast. No. Not like in person. That would be... No. No, no, no. And I'm trying to remember when I first became aware of you, but I remember saying to Stella, like, what's the deal with this guy? And she was like, no, he's really nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And I think it's really important to sort of be, to have someone from the outside sort of being like, you know, everyone should be aware of... This I don't remember if it was about a hiring decision or some stuffing thing yeah. like way way back, and someone's standing up and saying like, "Hey, like let's think about diversity. Let's think oh, cool. about." And I remember at the moment feeling kind of like uh, defensive or like obviously like someone outside an organization doesn't know what you're trying to do. Right. Like Can't how see. hard you're trying. Has or, no idea you know, how hard you're working. Doesn't yeah. do the job right. and is just throwing bombs. Right. But I think that was sort of around the time that I started sort of reading what you were doing too. Because I was like, well, this is an interesting, hmm. like what is, what is uh, the whole goal here? And how does pressuring food media uh, make a difference? And like, maybe it's all you. Maybe the changes oh that God, happened. I mean, when is. was this? Like, it's totally me. It was just one white ago. man. Just one <laughs> white man um, making the change. No, but I do think I think changes in food media are happening. Yeah, they I are. think mm-hmm. yep. what is you know it's clearly imperfect, and I would love to see 
you know, more writers of color covering stories about people in the food industry of color. I, there's so much that is so important that needs to happen. Um, but I do think some progress is being made. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. And as a white person, not in the industry, it's very easy for me to see a few things and go, oh, it's changing. Right. So I am. I'm not so silly to believe that it's better, but I will. It does feel like it's changing. Lori, challenge it. Uh, no, I, I, I think you're right. I mean, having been in this business for like 20 years now, I mean, I remember what it was like. I, again, right, like it's not great. It's not perfect. There's still a lot that needs to change. But I was thinking this morning about what Kat Kinsman and the people around her are doing at Food & Wine magazine and what Food & Wine magazine looked like even 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, just in terms of, and not just Food & Wine, but any of the, the big major publications, who they were talking to, what they were talking about, what was acceptable, what would... I was thinking about Kat and her you know, crazy video series yeah. and the banana jam and yeah. just all of it, like all of it. The idea of going to an editor 10 years ago and saying, this is what we want to do. I'm in a psychosexual relationship with a, with a, um, appliance. Right. And I'm going all in with my performance art impulses and for them to be like, yeah, that's what, that's what we need. And some of it is just the culture and is the, you know, it's the age, it's, it's people getting younger and, the old people dying, um, Thank God, which is right? such a reliable yeah. way yeah. to push the culture forward. Yep. <laughs> but um, so I think it has it has definitely changed a lot. I mean, it used to be just um, it used to be very white, you know, and now it's slightly less white a and slightly bit. less old yep. and slightly less luxury um, focused, whereas it used to be just all about that. Right. So we're, we're making strides, looking at who's getting a voice, who's getting a place at the table, it's starting, and who's getting the platform. And of course, the internet has a lot to do with pushing that forward, too. So that's what I have to say about Thank it. Thank you for that. That was great. Uh, <laughs> listener, are you ready? Uh-oh. You ready? I guess. Your book is beautiful. Thank you. It's gorgeous. I'm Kelly Pelea. Photographs by Kelly Pelea. She's a goddess she's uh, the whole team that did this book uh should be really really proud this feels like luxury and hashtag luxury is a big thing for me uh on twitter where i take a high low and put it together or mostly low and just call it luxury and i think batch cocktails for a while would have been considered just not the proper thing to do like no 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 you must everyone must have a fancy mustache at home or <laughs> you know some ridiculous sense of perfection to entertain and i think what you're doing is to say there's there's so much good in just enjoying the company instead of the performance of it so make a great batch of cocktails and have a good time with your friends and family did i get the vibe yeah i love yeah. it all right at the same time this looks great and it does feel like luxury so would you read me for filth on my tendency to es essentially drink a negroni every night and put an oreo in it like, what am i doing that. wrong i got nothing okay against that? that i'm All cool right. with it though <clears throat> i try a boulevardier yeah 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 of course now you may know that i call everything a negroni even <laughs> if it is not a negroni so yes i'm typically drinking a, i say boulevardier you say it say it how you say boulevardier it. Oh, that's nice. That's better. 
It's exactly the fucking same. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Your insistence on pretending that you don't know how to pronounce yeah. things fills me with a white hot rage. Oh, does it fill you with like a <laughs> coconut rage or a rotten milk rage? Uh, yeah, hot spoiled milk. Fine. That makes me happy then. Are you ready to play a game? Yeah. It's called Lots of Likes. Uh-huh. Do you want to explain the rules, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you explain the rules. I really do. Oh, this is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a game developed after Lori went to a restaurant and some obnoxious guy saw her take an Instagram, yeah. and he said, lots of likes, uh, and you're reclaiming it. She wow. did that. Yeah. I'm, Not just some obnoxious you. guy, the waiter. Yeah. But, but <laughs> the heart of that story was correct. Mm-hmm. The heart of that. How do you win? Uh, run out the clock. Yep. Or say fuck you. Yeah. There's one more. There's one more. Or be so awesome. Yes. But only Helen Rosner. Helen Rosner, Joe Yonan, uh, with mayo sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And recently, Priya Krishna blew our minds yeah, midway this through. This will come out after. Yeah. yeah. And so we named yeah. her as a winner. Ketchup sandwich also won. Oh, that's right. She won that's with right. ketchup sandwich. And she, she sang. And she sang. You don't have to sing. If, if you would like you to, sing. to sing. You don't have to sing. Okay. No, not necessarily. <laughs> right? The only way to lose is you can't. <laughs> right? So you can only win. Very high stakes. Mm. What do you like? Um, I like when you're at a campfire and someone else makes a s'more for you. Mm. Uh, I like... How do you like your marshmallow? Um, Dark golden. Okay. Not mm. like charred. Okay. But I think the tradition of giving it to someone else is actually valuable and used to work at a summer camp where that was the rule. Oh, um, nice. That it's like, it's a gift and you're kind of taking care of each other with the marshmallows. Aww. Yeah. Um, and you don't wave it around and get it in somebody's eye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else do you I like? I like beautiful walks. I like my funny child. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Negronis. I like yeah, Boulevardiers. Yeah. Okay. What else? Uh, I really liked when I met this bartender who asked everyone who, what they ordered a drink, whether they wanted it up or on the rocks, even a martini. Mm. And no judgment, just like, do you want your martini on the rocks? And it was like, does anyone ever? I love that. Um, I like New York. I like being Can we here. go back? Mm-hmm. Can I tell you, I panic and sometimes forget what on the rocks. Like, I remember that. Like you're like gravel? But or? I don't know. I know that. I know that means ice. But up versus neat. I don't get it. I don't oh. get it. Mm, stems. Explore. Stems hold it up versus oh. like in a cup. If it's neat, that's just a cup. Straight up. Straight booze. I feel like you just solved a lot of my anxiety. <laughs> I hope so. In public drinking. I hope so. Thank you. Up yeah. means a stem. Yeah. Though now there's sort of a trendy thing where people put an ice cube in a cocktail coupe, which is a terrible, terrible move. I don't like What's that. a cocktail coupe? Um, you know, the ones that are breast-shaped, supposedly. I think that's actually a myth. Oh, okay. Mm. Got it. sort but, of rounded a, I, champagne I, glasses. Why don't you like that? I don't like being hit in the mouth mm-hmm. with ice. That okay. drives me nuts if the ice is too tall for the glass, and it's like, do you even know how to drink? It like gets on your chin. I okay. hate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I well, like bartenders. Mm-hmm. I like talking to bartenders. I like a bartender who learns um, what you like and can sort of like tell you what to do and and guide your experience. Um, When you go into a bar and you're getting the vibe that this is a bartender who knows what they are doing, do you ever just say, make me me something? 
Um, I usually guide a little bit. So I like to go in and say, like, I want something strong and stirred, or I want something refreshing, or I want something tart. Um, and if I go to a bar and I say, I want something bitter and sour, and they don't have anything, that's not a good bar. Okay. Um, but, you know, if it's an old bar, I'll usually drink a martini or a boulevardier. Um, All right. I have kind of a move in dive bars that I'm into these days, <clears throat> which is something bitter and something strong. So like half, 50-50, half Jägermeister, half rye. It's super delicious. If you wow. haven't had Jägermeister since college, um, I like Jägermeister now. I went to a, I went to the Footloose College, so I didn't drink in college. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I think I've had Jägermeister once. But it's a Maro, you know? It's like Underberg or any of those things okay. that are super cool now. Again, words you're saying, and I don't know them, but yes. <laughs> what else do you like? Uh, I like traveling, which I haven't done for a very long time. I'm about to go to Tokyo. Mm. I like noodles. I like fried things. I like wandering. I'm pretty excited about that. Lori, where should she go in Tokyo? Oh, God. You Name know, one all place. All the places. All the places. All the go places. to all robot the places. Robot restaurant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go to a robot restaurant. Are you taking your child or no? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Are you going in the summertime? No, soon. Oh, okay. Shortly. Okay. Yeah. And I had a friend who was found some bar called... Ginza Suki Bar that was this really weird, amazing, quirky. There's a lot of quirky bars, and oh, I love yes. that. They loved it so much that they named their car after the bar, so now they have Ginza Suki Car, oh, which I love. That's really nice. Yeah. The it's Golden really Guy, is, I'm sure you yeah. know, is all the tiny little bar, the streets of tiny, tiny little bars. I love that. I'm into that. I mean, you know. I'm looking to get inspired. I like sort of when I feel like, you know, things are good and people are good and places are exciting and and it's easy if you stay in the same place for a long time because you have a young child and you don't travel to kind of burn out wherever you are uh what else do i like i like roasted vegetables okay name top five roasted vegetables number one oh i like brussels sprouts number two eggplant i like mushrooms that get really really crispy um four i like Ooh, chorizo is not a vegetable, but I like to <laughs> roast. Yeah. It's not what we're putting it in vegetables. there. And number five? Roasted broccolini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of mushrooms? Any kind of mushrooms, but I like sort of spindly ones that get really crisp. Mm-hmm. So not mm-hmm. like a meaty portobello, but more like a, you know, something kind of like maitake or like one of those. Like an oyster mushroom. Yeah, yeah. Or king mushrooms, which are sort of, that's what they use in the series seats recipe for vegan bacon. They make them out of king, oh, nice. king oyster mushrooms, right? Those big ones. Um, yeah, Can we I like talk to about cook. chorizo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. As a vegetable, <laughs> are we talking fresh or are we talking cured? Definitely fresh. Fresh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like my easy, easy meal is like roast some stuff, flavored with some meat product, mm-hmm. top with yogurt and herbs, or burrata, also a vegetable. Again, <laughs> number six, burrata, <laughs> a vegetable. Don't roast it. Don't roast, Don't roast it. it? No, no. What if you did? Could you roast it? It's cheese it soup. Just, thin. Yeah. You smoke it. I feel like it might become a bean, a bean boozled situation. Oh, okay. Okay. It, probably not spoiled, but it wouldn't. It would ruin it. Okay. It's like roasting butter. Yeah. Again? Well, no, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Roasting cottage cheese. <laughs> okay. Now you lost me. <laughs> All right. What else do you like? Two more things. I like grilled cheese sandwiches. Okay. How do you make um, it? How I do you like, make it? like a pickled jalapeno situation inside, like wow. American cheese pickled jalapeno. Wow. Yeah. And what well, kind of bread? Yeah. Uh, we usually have just like wheat, whatever that's called, Dave's killer bread did you read about that guy there was an amazing amazing um article about him he had this wild and crazy life and then started this bread company yeah yeah. Yeah, i call it the prison bread that's what i eat 
want to eat bread. I am fascinated by this. I've, there was a stand-up in Food Town for many, many weeks. Mm. I'd walk in and I'd be like, who the fuck is this Dave? Because yeah. it was like a car. I feel like it was a caricature. Yes. Where he was playing the guitar Probably. or something. Yeah. And I was like, I can't with this shit. So I will give Dave, I will not give Dave another chance because no one's eating gluten in my house right now. Mm. But mm. I will read his when story. When it's back. When it's back. Yeah. If gluten ever comes back. Why did he go to jail? I no one knows. Remember. I don't remember. He, it was amazing. he may not have gone to jail. I okay. don't know, but I think oh, he went to jail. Yes. He went to jail. Yeah, it was yeah. an amazing profile. Yeah. Wow. Um, right. And I don't remember where it was, which is And terrible. then he made this bread. Dave, and it has a lot of seeds in it. Come be on our show, Dave. It's wonderful. Dave, you're welcome to come on the show. Uh, one more thing. What do you like? Oh, wait, no. How do you toast it? So what, what are you putting on the outside? Are you putting butter or mayo? Uh, I like the mayo move. I don't always have mayo in my okay. house. For a long time, my child was allergic to eggs, and she's Ooh. not anymore. So we're kind of reintegrating mayo into yeah. our life because mm. um, we have eggs in our lives now, which means we have ice cream, which is really exciting. A child's first ice cream when they're like four years old is like yeah. way more of a reaction. Um, butter. Yeah, butter. Toasted, okay. cast iron pan, old school, American right. cheese. Something spicy. I like kimchi and American cheese as long as it, as long as it's not too like watery. But I like something spicy. Thank you. Last one. Last one. What do you oh like? My God. Uh, I like having like a uniform to wear. Mm. I feel like when I'm in New York, wow. I feel very intimidated by people who like are dressing properly. In San Francisco, there's very little fashion. I don't feel any of that pressure. Mm. People in San Francisco don't wear makeup. Mm -hmm. um, I like coming to New York and feeling like, well, I know what I'm gonna wear because I just bought three pairs of the same jeans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's relaxing <laughs> to not have to have that choice. Uh -huh. Except we went to Korean barbecue last night and now all my clothes smell like meat. That's mm. fine. It was good. Korean That's fine. Yeah. It'll, it'll make your tour even that much more enjoyable mm -hmm. for people. Have a wonderful time tonight. Thank you. With Julia, tell her we'd like her to have to come on as a guest. You should do that. And Thank we'd you. like to be on her podcast also. Yeah, why doesn't she do I'd that? I'd like to be yeah. on her podcast. I'm very lonely. All right, down. Look <laughs> down below, uh, listeners. Not listener, listeners. Look down below in the show notes. If you've never looked there before, there's so much. There's so much goodness. Topics that we discuss, and also links, so you can mm -hmm. link to both buy this book. You can link to learn more about Maggie. You can also uh, check out Julia Bainbridge's podcast. Mm -hmm. The Lonely Hour. Just look. There's, there's magic waiting for you. All right. All right. Now come back to this podcast, and we're going to say goodbye to Maggie Hoffman. It was so good to be here. Thank you so much for being on here, listener. Goodbye, listener. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, everybody, buy Batch Cocktails. Make ahead pitcher drinks for every occasion by Maggie Hoffman out now. You need this book. Bye. Thank you. your hot dinner and eat it on the toilet. <laughs>